feeling a little flat today, a little joyless, a little unmotivated? Well, today on my podcast, The Spacious Room, I'm going to give you three secrets that you need to know how to restore your joy. So let's get going. Experiencing a small contained faith? Tired of settling for less? Well, this podcast is going to help you live out your faith in a spacious room. Because you were made for bigger things. Hello and welcome to this week's Spacious Room episode and today I want to talk about restoring our joy. Yes, sometimes life can get us down and we can find that our joy is just had the life sucked out of it. So here we go. I want to give you three top tips and how to restore your joy. And the reason why I'm talking about this is because a recent conversation I had with a friend, it made me pause and deflate the balloons I had eagerly pumped up for my self-pity party. Yes, we've all had one. The only person who turns up, though, is yourself. But I found that I was trapped in a swirl of emotions that just led me down this deep, dark path of self-focus and self-pity. So what had happened? And now, you know me, I'm, I'm a pretty upbeat person normally. but And I've been running with perseverance, the race marked out before me, you know what they talk about in scripture and satisfied with what God's called me to do. And, and yet, suddenly, I found myself unbalanced, hindered, entangled in a joyless state of confusion. Something was amiss, let me tell you. And then I realised... I'd lost my joy. And you know what? I got so mad because I had allowed the enemy to sneak in, robbing and pilfering into my faith, taking my joy right from out under my nose. But you know what? The worst part was that I had allowed the enemy to do it. So if you feel like you're going to throw a self-pity party today because you have suddenly gone, oh my gosh, Wendy, yes, I feel the same way. I believe I've lost my joy. Then, dear friend, put down that balloon inflator and I'm going to give you some hard wisdom that I've learnt and how to uh, restore your joy. So Proverbs 4 verse 23, it says this, So above all, guard the affections of your heart for their for they affect all that you are. Pay attention to the welfare of your innermost being, for from there flows the wellspring of life. However, we don't do that, do we? Because we have to keep restoring our joy over and over again. So why is that? Why do we neglect and don't defend and we never scrutinise or pay attention to the deepest parts of our souls until we start to lose the comfort and a delight, and and we've forgotten to guard and take care of our hearts. 
So the absence of joy is possibly one of the first red flags to look out for that signals those nasty little critters called doubt, uncertainty, hesitation. We've all been there. They've, in, they've invaded and burrowed into your mind until your joy becomes misplaced and adrift. So like I said, there's some, some hard wisdom, some hard fought wisdom, should I say that I want to share with you on how to restore your joy. How do we, like in Proverbs says, how do we tap into that wellspring of life? Well, if you read a little further down of Proverbs 4, we find the answer to our dilemma of wanting to restore our joy. It's Proverbs 4, verse 25, 27, and it says, Set your gaze on the path before you, with fixed purpose, looking straight ahead, ignore life's distractions. Watch where you're going. Stick to the path of truth and the road will be safe and smooth before you. Don't allow yourself to be sidetracked for even a moment or take the detour that leads to darkness. Wow, there's packed wisdom right there. And, you know, when you read it, you're like, oh, that's simple, right? And yet we don't let these scriptures invade and borrow into our souls like those nasty little critters that are doubt and uncertainty and hesitation. And they find their way deep into their hearts, unlike the scripture I've just read. And it devours our joy one chomp at a time. And we're still having to battle for the recovery of our joy constantly. However, there is a hope, my friend, because we need to work smarter and not harder. And the trouble is we make things so complicated, don't we, right? That it's no wonder we give our joy over to the enemy on a silver platter. But the answer is simple. And if we fix our purpose, ignore life's distractions, so keep focused on what God has called you to do, and take a thick black sharpie and write Proverbs 4, 25, 27 right across our wayward hearts, then there would be no way we'd have to keep restoring our joy because we'd, we'd never lose it in the first place, regardless of what life throws at us. So, like I said, if you're feeling a little flat today, a little joyless, a little unmotivated, then I am going to share with you three secrets that I have learnt that is going to help restore your joy. So number one is keep looking forward. Keep looking ahead. And Hebrews 12 verse 2 says, Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who, for, get ready, the joy set before him endured the cross. What? The joy set before him endured the cross? You know, Jesus knew to focus on the joy set before him because joy would give him the strength to endure the cross. See, we, this is the key. You've got to look past, past what you, you're going through. And when we, we're facing trials, this is where the enemy will get you to fix your eyes on the, on the problems right in front of your face rather than Jesus. So your problems, like 
mask Jesus, you know. If you've got if you've got a small Jesus in your faith, then problems will totally cover him up. Um, but if you've got, you know, big Jesus in your faith, then the problems are going to look smaller. And we need to set our gaze on the path God has for us with a fixed purpose and keep looking straight ahead. You know, a big joy robber is comparing measuring and analyzing what everybody else is doing in their life all their highlight reels while you're in your tracky dacks and your hair's not been washed and you're like wow look they're having another great night out with their friends um yeah you know we we scroll and scroll and scroll up on our instagrams and our facebooks and we're measuring and comparing and analyzing what everybody else is doing in their life And these distractions rob us of our joy. So what I'm saying, my friend, is watch where you're going. Watch where your mind is taking you. Just stop scrolling, put the phone down, and you live your own life. And as Proverbs 4 reminds us, we we find the restoration of joy because we keep looking ahead. The joy set before you. So you've got to ignore all the distractions and that is my first top tip. And the second, second tip to restoring your joy is stick to the path of truth. So restoring our joy requires sticking to the path of truth. The truth road is safe and smooth. However, it's really narrow And it can become a little tricky to navigate with so much bombardment of everybody else's opinions. We need to listen for the still, small voice of truth. That doesn't holler, shout at us, but helps us to set our tone, our language and our course that keeps us on the path of truth. David, King David, he wrote in Psalm 51 verse 12, Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. You know, when we're aware of our sin, we come back into God's presence, just as David did, and ask him to give us a willing spirit that helps sustain us along the path. And then we find slowly our joy is restored. So that's number two. So number one is keep looking ahead. Number two is stick to the path of truth. And number three of restoring your joy today is don't get sidetracked. James points out, don't allow yourself to be sidetracked for even a moment or take the detour that leads to darkness. You know, when we get sidetracked, our joy becomes lost. And James, he points out, he who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. And I don't know about you, but doubts flood into my heart about where God is taking me along the path. And I feel like sometimes my emotions are in the tumble dryer as I'm tossed about by the wind of doubt and uncertainty and fear. And I just go round and round and round. Have you ever felt like that? You know, you're Thoughts just go round and round and round like a tumble dryer. And the enemy knows. He knows this detour is going to steal your joy and lead you to darkness because he knows when we have no joy, 
We don't worship. We don't rejoice. We don't sing. We choose not to engage in worship for God. And, you know, the prophet Zephaniah reminds us that the eternal your God is standing right here among you. And he is the champion who will rescue you. I love that. And it says he will joyfully celebrate over you. He will joyfully celebrate over you, my friend. He will rest in his love for you. He will joyfully sing because of you. Just let that sink in for a moment. He joyfully sings because of you. Like a new husband. Isn't that beautiful? God is so for you, my friend. And he loves to sing over you joyfully. So, there we have it. Keep looking ahead. Stick to the path of truth. Don't get sidetracked. Restoring our joy is as simple as one, two, three, right? (laughs) Something you should definitely be worth celebrating. And I think it's time you threw a different kind of party. Not a pity party, but one that knows that God joyfully celebrates at you. He rests in his love for you. You rest in, in his love for you. And he joyfully sings because of you, like a new husband. So where have you found you need to restore your joy today because the enemy has robbed you of it? Well, I pray today that we will fix our eyes on Jesus and we will remember that the joy set before us helps us to endure difficult paths. And we will. We will have difficult times, but you've got to look at the joy set before you. And that joy, I believe, was knowing that every person that Jesus encountered, he he chose to sacrifice himself and it led people to a relationship with him. And that's what we can do today. Jesus' sacrifice leads us to a full, joyful relationship with him. Even though in the midst of trials and the midst of problems and the midst of what's going on, we can say, no, I choose joy today. I choose joy. Allow joy to be restored in me, God. And we say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, God, that your joy and you joyfully sing over us. I really hope that's helped you today. I really pray that um, if you're feeling a little bit joyless, I pray that you will like just look into scripture and see how much God sings over you and how much he loves you. And I will see you next time. Thanks for listening. To catch all the latest from me, you can subscribe to my website, thebigvoiceonline.com or follow me on Instagram, Wendy J. Parker Writer. See you soon.